0: Have you ever gone to a hypnotist show? Maybe you've at least seen a clip. usually involves someone clucking like a chicken or barking like a dog. Or at least that's what it was when I went to a show when I was in college. I've heard enough fake references to hypnotherapy and its benefits that I knew it's an entirely different ballgame than the hypnotist show that I went to in college. I definitely wanted to learn more about it and better understand it I'd heard about somebody I knew once using it for some purposes, and it really made a difference with them. So to kick off 2024, we have a fabulous guest that's a life coach who specializes in hypnotherapy and neuro-linguistic programming, which is often referred to as NLP. So today we get to learn about some new tools and ways of thinking that may deepen your perspective as we enter 2024. She even gives us a great exercise for our grit wit that I think you'll find is a very valuable tool. You'll want to stick around to the very end so you get the most out of that. To learn a little bit more about hypnotherapy and broadening our mind in 2024 for new ways of looking at how we can live our life with a little more ease. Welcome to the grit show, where our focus is growth on purpose. I'm your host, Shauna Rodriguez. And I'm honored to be part of this community as we journey together with our grit intact to learn more about how to thrive and how to get the most out of life. It means a lot that you are here today. As you listen, I encourage you to think of who may appreciate the tidbits of knowledge we are sharing and to take a moment to pass this along to them. Everyone appreciates the friend that thinks of them and these conversations are meant to be shared and to spark even more connections. Kinsey Grow is a passionate and transformational women's life and mindset coach who empowers women to break free from limiting beliefs and step into their full potential. I'm excited for the conversation we get to have with her today. Thank you so much for being with us, Kinsey. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So what got you into doing your work as a life coach?
1: Oh my gosh. Can I dive into my story a little bit? Yes, exactly. That's what we want. We love stories here. So, I, you know, I graduated college. And when I graduated college, I moved across the country from Wisconsin to California and I got my first corporate job. And I always thought, like, I'm going to be like this big bad CEO at the head of this huge company. And that was always my dream, kind of climb that corporate ladder. And so I got my first corporate job. And honestly, I was really just miserable. I really. Didn't like it. The hours were crazy. I was expected to drop everything and, you know, pick up a project if they needed it. And I was just so burnt out and I really lost myself in the job. I, you know, that became my identity. And so I always tell people I remember like sitting in the break room one day and I'm just looking down at this pathetic salad that I made, thinking I was being healthy. And I had this thought this cannot be as good as it gets. This isn't what life is supposed to be. And so I knew something needed to change. And so what I started doing is really focusing on my own health. I started going to the gym again. I started creating boundaries around work. I started eating healthier. And while I was still in corporate, I became a health coach and a personal trainer and really fell in love with helping people and helping people improve their life and i was still working corporate and doing this on the side and while i was taking on personal training clients i started to realize that something was really missing that you know people weren't changing their habits they weren't showing up for themselves they weren't confident you know they weren't really committing to changing their life it was kind of superficial work and so i didn't know what that was going to be but i just knew something was missing And I ended up going to this conference and there was a guy there teaching NLP techniques, which is neuro-linguistic programming. I had never heard of it, but a lot of my friends were talking about it. And then one of my friends at the conference actually knew someone who certified people in NLP. And so I started researching it and jumped on a call with her and learned about it. And I was like, this is it. This is what my clients are missing, right? Right. I've been through three different certifications. It took me about three to four years to finish all of them, but I got certified in NLP, hypnotherapy, breath work, Reiki, and from there became a life coach, transitioned into a life coach, still working corporate, squeezing it all in, doing all the things like we talked about, just doing all the things all the time. And I had told my husband, I was like, I know I want to do this full time, but you know, I'm getting this cushy paycheck, right? Like it's really hard to leave. And so um just kept staying. And one day I got called into my manager's office and I got laid off and it was just totally out of the blue, didn't see it coming. And of course, I what I call a pity party. I threw myself a pity party for a little while, you know. I felt the feels, felt sorry for myself, and I just didn't know what I was gonna do. I felt like, you know, I've always known corporate, so maybe I should just keep doing that. And my husband is the sweetest human ever. He was like, no, you're going to do your business full-time. Like you've been wanting to do it, just do it. And so I just, I've been doing my business full-time ever since. And now looking back, I can see how all these pieces fell together and it happened the exact way it needed to. But Of course, when you're in it, you're like, oh, this, this sucks. Like, this is really hard. So I'm really glad I went through all of that because now it's like built this trust in me where I'm like, I can trust the process because I know everything's going to come together in the end.
0: That's amazing. And isn't it interesting how the universe will just be like, uh, 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 you you need to like go all in. So here, let me take
1: that net right out from under you. Yep. It was like, oh, you don't want to get near the edge of the cliff boop i'm going to push you over the edge like and that was it and it's what i needed and of course in the moment you're like oh you know i i'd hate this but now i'm like i'm so glad i got that push off the ledge yes and so wonderful that you had a supportive partner that was
0: able to help you recognize that this is the risk you need to take cuz it's even hard when i switched over to what led to now me having my podcast network when i was having that shift i needed to Leave my job because some things that happened there. And when I made that decision, I was like, oh no, I need to go find, you know, the next nine to five. And even when I did that, I had people like, oh, we want you to consult with us. We wants you to consult? I'm like, well, just until I find that next nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like just <laughs> just for a little while. Like I'm not, I'm not really doing this. I still want the security. I still want the security. And it's so funny. Like, how much it takes to finally be like, no, that I am meant for other things. Like this is where I need to be and to like, to, to go there and how much our mind keeps pulling back. Cause we've all been trained and taught that that equals security and that equals happiness. And that equals what you're supposed to have when, when we know better, cause our experience has shown us, no, this is where you need to be. And this is what you need to go after, but it's just so much easier. Like this narrative is easier. Yeah.
1: This is comfortable. I don't want to be uncomfortable. But yeah, exactly. We, we, you've been laid off. Like, how secure is it really? How secure is that path really? Right. I mean, not knocking corporate. Like, if you love it, you love it. But I'm always like, you only get so much of, you know, a pay raise. Whereas, like, I'm like, I own my own company. If I want to make ten thousand more dollars, I know what I need to do to go do that. You know. And so you have more control over what you, what your schedule looks like, what the money looks like, even the challenge of it. I really, really love. Um, And now I laugh too, because like I told you, I always thought I wanted to be the CEO and climb this ladder. And I'm like, I am the CEO. I'm the CEO of my own business. It's just not the societal norm of climbing the corporate ladder.
0: Yes. And there's this piece too of like, you're really trading time for money. Even when you're salaried, it's almost a joke that every salary position I have, it was like they owned me. And that when I went on vacation, I still had to have a phone with me to still approve these requests and still say yes to these things. So I remember being at a vineyard in Northern California and the person I was with when they went in the bathroom, I'm like signing requests for people and doing stuff. I'm like, what is this? Why is this my life? I finally made it. I'm finally making all this money. And this is, this is what this is. Like, I can't even take a trip where I'm supposed to be on vacation, supposed to be away and take this little bit of time. And all of those jobs that were salary, like that just meant that they owned you. It felt like it never felt like you could have, this is my time here and this is my time not here. We're on the same page on that. So let's talk more because I think that us getting, both of us getting to our place of having our own businesses has been a matter of us getting unstuck and us getting our mindset to a different place, which is what you now specialize in. Yes,
1: yes. It started with my own journey. It was me questioning myself and questioning my abilities. And so once I learned NLP and how we can control our own thoughts and change our own mind, that has is what has helped me create my own business. And now what I do with my clients, helping them stop feeling stuck in their own life because we get so overwhelmed by the resources. A lot of times we just think, well, this is just who I am. This is my story and this is just the way it is and i want to show people that you have a choice and you get to control the narrative and the story that you create in your life and so as soon as you decide to change the story and stop telling people well i'm the person that has the worst luck or i'm the person that can't do that because xyz or you know i'm the person that could never have money because my family didn't have money or you know as soon as you stop making that your story and you choose to get unstuck that's when the magic starts to happen because we get to decide what our life is going to look like.
0: So neurolinguistic programming is something we haven't really discussed on this podcast. So NLP really is about the
1: words we're using and what we're telling ourselves constantly. Is that what I'm hearing from you? Yes. So I call it your programming or I call it your map of the world. And so we all have a different map of the world. And typically from zero to seven years old is when that map is created. And it's created by... The people you're surrounded by, what you watch on TV, what you see in society, what your teachers tell you, um, the interactions that you see, from zero to seven, you take in all this information and your brain starts to create your programming. And it starts to say, okay, this is who I am. This is what I believe. These are the thoughts that I have. So your programming is really probably what your parents or your caretakers, the people you were around the most, gave to you. And so that is the language you use as well. And I always tell people, so like you and I, we have very different maps of the world because we have different parents. We grew up in different places. We probably had different educations. And so our maps are very different. And we could be in the exact same situation, but think about it very differently because our programming is different. And so we have this map of the world and that's when we think this is just who I am. But with neuro-linguistic programming and hypnotherapy, we get to start to change that programming and change the language that we use.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So even though that's what's there, we had no control over it. We were zero to seven. We were just like a sponge soaking in what was being given to us. But at this point in our lives, we're able to kind of evaluate what's there and what we want to take in or put out. And there's different tools that we can use for that, such as hypnotherapy. They can help us to evaluate. Well, not evaluate hypnotherapy. Is that evaluating or is that more just changing?
1: It would be probably be more so changing is where the hypnotherapy comes in. NLP, we can use a lot of the different like coaching tools to start to say, what is your programming? What do you believe? What do you not want to believe anymore? And then we can use hypnotherapy to start to change that programming.
0: Yes. Do you find that people are finding in transitions is when they start to discover this or when they feel really stuck is when they start to discover that there's something about what's in their thoughts that this is not working for them anymore?
1: Yeah, I would say most people, they've been stuck for a while and they're thinking, you know, I've tried to do it on my own. I've researched it. I'm overwhelmed. Like this is just not working. And typically for people, they're kind of at a breaking point of like, I just can't keep living this way. I need help from someone to help me transition to what I want to the life that I want to live.
0: Yeah that's awesome. And so that's when they're ready to be unstuck and to move on to where they want to actually be. And that's when you get to come into play. So they have an idea that they want to change, but exactly what that is, is probably what they need to kind of figure out a little bit.
1: Yes. And typically people aren't coming to me and saying like, I'm stuck. I need hypnotherapy. Or, I'm stuck. I need NLP, right? But they're, they are saying like, I'm stuck and nothing I've done has worked. And I love talk therapy. I think talk therapy is great, but... Sometimes just talking about things doesn't help us change. And so when we can apply talk therapy and NLP and hypnotherapy, that's when we really get to do that programming work and change like on a subconscious level. To try and yes, to get to that deeper level and peel
0: back some of those things. So do you have some examples of some of the stuff you've worked on with folks?
1: Oh, yes. So many different things. I have a client right now who her and her daughter had a falling out, her adult daughter, they had a falling out and they don't talk anymore. She was really hung up on the fact like her life stopped because she could not move forward from the pain of it, the beliefs that she had around it. And so her and I have worked really hard to um, help her confidence, help her set boundaries in her life, and also to start to change those beliefs. Because a lot of the beliefs she was pushing on to her daughter that had caused the issues were given to her when she was a kid. And that's why her and her daughter were having conflict because the daughter didn't agree with it, right? And so the mom is acting kind of in a wounded, what I call like your wounded child, right? And so we were able to change a lot of her programming so that she could show up differently for her daughter and use different language and set boundaries. Um, I have clients who simply want to get a new job. They, um, really feel stuck in their career. They want to grow, but they have these beliefs that I could never have that job, or I couldn't do that, or I couldn't make that kind of money, or why would they hire me? And so really changing their confidence and their beliefs around getting a different job and then also helping them with the strategy piece. What kind of jobs do we want? You know, how do we apply? Giving them tools to feel confident in the interviews. So those are a couple like different, but still both feeling very stuck in their life and like they want it to look different.
0: Yes. And when do you use tools from NLP versus using hypnotherapy? So when does the hypnotherapy skills come in to help change?
1: I usually use a little bit of both with my clients. So NLP is typically shorter little techniques. So if someone has a limiting belief, like I could never have that job, we usually use an NLP technique to change that belief pretty quickly. For hypnotherapy, I use it more on an identity level or that story level that I was talking about. So if someone is really wanting to change the story that they tell, they're really wanting to show up differently on an identity level, I usually use hypnotherapy for that um, because that's a little bit of a longer process. And our subconscious loves repetition. It likes to hear things over and over again so that it can really soak it in and start to say, ah, yes, that's who I am. This is the person I want to be. Our subconscious doesn't know the difference between something that actually happened and something that we're saying happened and, but it didn't actually happen. And so we can tell our subconscious, we can say something like I'm a millionaire and your subconscious goes, oh yeah, I am. Right. And so it doesn't, it doesn't know the difference. And so the more we can repeat that to the subconscious, it starts to take it in and make that happen for you and make that belief come true. And so with hypnotherapy, what I do is I record the hypnosis that I create for them, I send it to them, and then they get to listen to it. I usually say like every day, every other day, and they get to listen to it. And I get, my clients get to the point where they don't even need to listen to it. They have it memorized. Like they can just like, they know the words that I'm saying and they can basically repeat it to themselves.
0: Oh, that's amazing. So with NLP, is it more just like saying things to yourself, repeating scripts, or what are some of the NLP techniques that are just the little techniques then?
1: Yeah. So there's something called time techniques. And so we all have a timeline that we run, right? We all have a past, a present, and a future. And in our past, we were given a lesson from zero to seven. Something happened to us. um, Let's say a dog came running up in a kid's face, and now you're fearful of dogs the rest of your life. A lesson was given to you as a child that dogs are scary. And so we can go back to that past timeline and say, no, just because a dog ran up in your face, it doesn't mean that all dogs are scary. It just means that that was a scary situation. So we really get to change the belief that they've been carrying out throughout their entire life. And that's just something that takes like 15 to 20 minutes.
0: just talking through that specific situation and reframing it in the way you have it in your canon that like this happened, but let me look at this a different way and and file it in a new place. (laughs)
1: Yes, exactly. I like how you said that, file in a different place. And then the NLP techniques all have scripts because it's neuro-linguistic programming. There's a very specific way that the subconscious likes to be talked to. And so the way we use those scripts allows that person to start to change their programming.
0: Oh, very cool. So it's a very specific way to walk through it. But then once you've done it, it's kind of been refiled and moved and that's moved on. Whereas the hypnotherapy is this deeper level work of you really seeing yourself in a new identity. So if you've always said like, you know, I grew up in this specific town, specific place, and I'm just never going to get very far. I'm never going to make much money. My family never made much money. Money doesn't grow on trees. Then instead you have like this entire script. And with hypnotherapy, it's kind of getting you into different states you're accessing your subconscious is
1: that kind of how it works you got it yes can i walk through the hypnotherapy how it works a little bit i'd love that well so i always tell people you know i don't know if you had this experience i did but when i graduated high school they brought in a hypnotherapist did they do that for you oh when i was in college we went to we went to an event that they had that our student union put
0: on that you could and there's a hypnotherapist that like selected people from the audience and did that thing in college yeah
1: Yeah. And I don't know why that's like a thing, but a lot of people have had that experience. So I always tell people, I'm like, if you did have that experience, it is not like that. That is purely for entertainment. It is to get people to laugh, right? And so if they're asking, you know, that hypnotherapist is asking, hey, I need a volunteer. The person who in their life would never, you know, bark like a dog to get a laugh out of people probably isn't going to raise their hand. But the person that is super outgoing and doesn't care what other people think, that's going to be the person that raises their hand to get up on the stage. That is a person who's willing to take in those suggestions and bark like a dog, cluck like a chicken, or whatever, whatever it is that they need to do. This is not like that at all. So, Really, when we are doing hypnotherapy, I'm doing all the talking. I'm not asking for much back. It depends on the hypnosis, but typically they don't really need to respond. And if they wanted to get up in the middle of the hypnosis and be like, this is whack. I'm out of here. They could. I've never had that happen, but they could. You have full control over your mind and your body. When we do hypnotherapy, we are getting the person so relaxed that I explain it almost like, let's pretend, you know, your conscious brain is the front of your head. There's a a curtain in the middle, and then the back is your subconscious. The conscious is kind of what controls everything that goes through, but the subconscious is what holds the memory and the programming. So we are getting the person so, so relaxed that that conscious can step to the side, the curtain can come to the side, and we're talking directly to the subconscious. And Really, what we're doing is we're just suggesting to the subconscious, here's who you want to be. Here's who you are now. And that the person is just suggestible because they're so relaxed and taking all of that in. Nice. And so you walk them through like a set of things that
0: help them to relax and get into that state so you can actually access that.
1: Yes, exactly. We use a relaxation script. Then usually I use like a deepener to get them to even more relax. Sometimes people fall asleep, which is totally fine. Like a lot of people say to me, well, I fell asleep. I didn't hear anything you said. That's okay. Your subconscious is still taking in that information. And so we get them really, really relaxed. Then we start suggesting to them, and that does happen. We start suggesting to them, okay, here's your new story. Or if they wanted to be more confident and what that looks like, we start talking to them about that new identity that they're, they're looking to embody.
0: Nice. And is it really specific examples of what it looks like in the future? Or is it like telling them things that have happened? Because you said like our subconscious doesn't know the timeline. Is it telling your time it does exist or telling you how it's going to look? Or what exactly does that embody?
1: Yeah. So we talk about it like it's already happened. So instead of saying, you will become a millionaire, we say, you are a millionaire. And so we talk about it as if it's already happened. And then the subconscious also doesn't respond to negatives. So if we say to you, don't think of a purple elephant, what do you think of? A purple elephant. Exactly. So our brain thinks in pictures. And so we have to picture it to not picture it, if that makes sense. And so we don't want to say, I don't have any debt. We want to say, I'm debt free. And so it's really about using very specific language that the subconscious takes in and then also talking to it as if those things have already happened for them. And then the other big thing is that if I'm doing more of like an identity hypnotherapy, I'm using my client's language because we have different programming. We don't speak the same way. You know, if I word something and it doesn't resonate with them, then their subconscious isn't going to take that in. So we really want to use language that the client would use. Oh,
0: amazing. So how long do you typically work with somebody on something like that?
1: Yeah. Um, So if they're coming in to me and they're saying, I just have this like very specific thing, usually I'll do like two to three sessions with them. If they're one of my one-to-one coaching clients, usually they're not coming in for one area. They're just feeling very stuck in their life and like they want to make a lot of changes. So somebody like that, I usually work with for about 12 weeks.
0: Nice. So it takes a little bit of time. But have you seen like
1: big identity shifts with folks and be able to do this work? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have people who are like completely different than when, you know, before I started working with you, my life is completely different now. And typically, like you'll see change throughout that 12 weeks. But our subconscious takes some time to kick in. And obviously, you have to do work on your own too. But typically, people come back to me and five months, six months, a year. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, Kenzie, like I used to believe all these things. I used to be stuck in this old job and my life is just completely different now. The way I talk to people, the way I relate to people, my relationship is just completely different. Things can really break open and really shift based on doing that work. Yes. It's like you said earlier, it's like that onion we peel back.
0: Yes. That's amazing. That's so exciting. And so what do you feel like is your favorite success story and shift that one of your clients has had? Ooh, that's a good question.
1: Hard to pick just one. Um, I would say not one of my first, but it was kind of at the beginning of shifting into life coaching. But I had this woman come to me who had a blended family so she's married they had their own kid together and then she had stepkids and her relationship was really struggling she wasn't showing up at work the way she wanted to she wasn't you know showing up for her daughter the way she wanted to she just felt extremely burnt out she didn't know how to create boundaries she didn't know how to advocate for herself she had this really gentle balance or delicate balance between you know being a stepmom, that's really hard to parent somebody else's kids, right? Um, and they were older too. They were teenagers. And so her life just felt, she was like, I'm just not happy. This is just not what I want my life to look like. And so we did a lot of different work with her, hypnotherapy, NLP. We taught her to how have self-care again, create boundaries, talked a lot about communicating with her husband about her needs and how he could support her. And her life is just completely different now. They have another kid. Her relationship with her husband, with her stepkids is so solid. They all travel together. They get along really well. And she feels really fulfilled. She creates time for herself, time to just be her, right? Not be a mom, not be a stepmom, not be an employee. She gets to be her and have her own things that she loves to do. And so we follow each other on Instagram and check in sometimes. And her. Life just is completely different and you can see how happy she truly is.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. That's what we all want is to have that transition from that place to be able to get to the other side. And sometimes we need... Other tools and other people to kind of help us through that transition. But I love that you mentioned that a big part of her journey was that self-care piece because each of our episodes we talk about when we call it our self-maintenance minute, because we like to take away the the indulgence that sometimes people attach to self-care to understand that this is what you need to be able to show up in life and be authentically you and be able to be present is
1: to be able to take care of yourself. So what do you do on a regular basis to take care of yourself? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm going to touch on something too, if that's okay. A lot of times people think, especially my clients, one, they're like, I don't even know what self-care is. But two, a lot of people feel like they have to spend money for self-care. And self-care doesn't mean you have to go get a massage or get your nails done or go on a trip. It can be really simple things. So something for me um, that is self-care is getting outside and taking my shoes off and putting my feet in the grass. So every day I try to take my dog outside walk in the grass barefoot and just be and ground in and take some deep breaths. For me, that is just a good like way to, you know, ground in in the middle of the day and be really grateful for the beautiful trees I have outside and all the my beautiful yard. So, that's like one of my simplest and favorite ways to have self-care. That is beautiful. Yeah. Something very simple that's your way of grounding
0: and connecting and doing stuff that gives back to you. That's perfect. Thank you for sharing that. That's very helpful. And then something that we always like to do for our guests, or we try to frequently. I actually forget it a lot. (laughs) don't tell people that. So so if you meet one of my guests, they're like, she didn't give me that. But we offer our guests coloring books. So we have a set of coloring books that's called The Color of Grit. Great show color grit so one of them is called vintage mermaid and magnificent ocean which has like a mermaid ocean theme and then one of them is you've got this which is inspirational quotes can we send you one of those as a thank you for being on the show of course i would love that which one would you prefer oh um i'll take the first one you mentioned The Vintage Mermaid, done. We will send that to you. So I'll have to make sure I get your address so we can do that. And the other thing we always do for folks that are listening is we want to make sure they have something that they can take away. And I think that you kind of along the lines of what you talked about is kind of maybe a tool around visualization that they can actually be able to apply and use right now to kind of help them get to where they want to be. Can you talk more about that?
1: Yes. So I would say to visualize, we talked a lot about the identity and your story, And so when we talk about that and I tell people, okay, let's change that identity. Let's change that story. We talk about your highest self or your best self. And so I always ask people, I'm like, if you were showing up as your highest, best self every single day, what would she look like? How would she show up in the world? How would she treat other people? What would she be doing? What would she have? And like dream big. It can be anything. It doesn't even have to be realistic. It it should be anything. Um, And so I would say to the listeners, grab out a piece of paper and write down who is she being, what is she doing, and what does she have in her life and get really specific and really detailed, go into as much detail as you want. Again, it can be anything. And then once you have that all written down, you know, turn on your favorite music, close your eyes for a minute and visualize all of that our brain loves pictures our brain needs a vision to make things happen and so when you have that vision of your highest self and you can imagine it in your mind then that helps you step into that person and when a situation comes up or an opportunity or you know that conflict with someone or talking with someone you ask yourself how does my highest self show up and you operate from that vision that you've created for yourself
0: oh, that's awesome so get out the paper and start Visualizing and get that ready and be prepared to know what it is. Because I think a lot of us don't know for sure what that is. We don't have given enough
1: fuel to that fire and to that thought and to figuring that out. Sometimes we get stuck just moving through the day to day, right? And we take it by moment by moment, but we should have a vision of where we're going because otherwise we just get caught up in all the random things. And so when we can have a vision and say, is this going to get me to that vision? Is this going to help me show up as my highest self? Then you stay aligned on your journey.
0: Yes, I love that. That's so helpful to get us aligned and get us in that direction. So if folks are wanting to connect with you because I got so much out of this conversation, where is the best place to find you, Kenzie?
1: Yes, so I'm always on Instagram. You can find me, Ken's Grow, K-E-N-Z-G-R-O-H. And otherwise, you can check out my website, kensgrowcoaching.com. Wonderful. And then you also have a tool that folks can get. Is that right? Ooh, yes. So um, I have a course called Unstuck Mindset Accelerator. And it is really everything that I do with my clients put into a program, an eight-week program that you can take yourself through. And there's different hypnosis is in there, meditations, um, that highest self vision that I talked about. You can have, there's all the steps for that. There's a hypnosis for it in there. Um, and it's really all of the things and in the order that I wish I had when I was going through my journey. And so I wanted to make it really accessible for people. And so if you're starting to get into this work, starting to get into meditation, hypnosis, mindset work, changing your limiting beliefs, this is perfect for you.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Well, we will have the link for that in the show notes as well as the links to find you on Instagram and your website. So thank you so much for being here, Kinsey. I feel like there was so much value and people are going to get a lot out of what you were able to share today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to jump on over to Instagram and follow us at the.grit.show. And if you aren't already following Authentic Connections Podcast Network at 37 by 27, you should definitely be doing that as well. Don't forget, you are the only one of you that this world has got. And that means something. I'll be here next Tuesday. I hope you
1: are too.